We love a convict around here. Jules, we always want the ones that don't want us. What the fuck? Now they want us. I'm playing, just not right now. I mean, they Whoa. okay. The thing is, they secretly want us. They just don't know it yet. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. Let's go with that. Hey guys, it's Val. What's up? Jules here. Oh my god, you threw me off. You never say that. So no, (laughs) just go with it. (laughs) I'm so good. We said we gonna take two break. We're gonna take a break and then start fresh. And this girl came up with a "What's up, it's Jules." (laughs) (laughs) All right, hey guys, this is Matiwa, and welcome back to Girl Goggles. How you doing, girlies? What's up? Uh, We even friends? Phenomenal. (laughs) Are we Friday? Hmm. Happy Friday, everybody. How's it going? Yes. Good. Fatima's about to be on her way to Seattle. I'm still a little bit angry at Val because she can't come. So, well, for practical reasons, it's just easier for you yeah, guys. Yeah, to yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the truth. Which is so crazy. I was just talking to my brother and I'm like, how is the drive to Seattle 17 hours from me? But it's three hours flying. Like, damn, what? is it really? Yeah. Like, how does it make sense? You it don't, don't make sense. I swear the last time I went to Orange County was two hours. So I don't understand the changes. Oh, like, it has I, to do with the air um, traffic. It has to do with the air pressure. When you go one way and coming oh. back, it's quicker. You save time. I don't know, but whatever. So, yes, uh, we're. I am extremely sad um, that Val is not going to be there. But you know what? It got me thinking the other day. I was just like thinking about it. I was like, damn, like we're such a trio and like now we're yeah. going to be split up. But I also feel so at peace with the, you guys and your friendship. This is the first time when I'm in a friendship with like two people and it's like, it's like an equal thing. Does it make sense to you guys? Like, I don't totally. think I'm close to either of you. I think we're literally because the timeline of our friendship is the same. Like, I met you at the same time. We started getting close at the same time. So, like, I yeah. feel so at peace with you guys. And I'm just like, this is probably what adult friendship feels like. We're like a piece of pie. If you cut out three slices, together mm-hmm. we're whole. And then without it, we're still, like, you know, our own. And we're, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. You know what- what I love about us is there's no judgment. Like, we're truly all three just who we are. We're ourselves. And then we come together and have fun. But, you know, like we've been talking, there's going to be times where somebody can come and somebody else can't. And, and yeah. it'll always be shifting and changing and ebbing and flowing. Um, but the friendship is just, it's so strong. It doesn't matter. Just We're just going to miss you. Yeah, I'm going to miss you guys too. But you guys know the rule. The first bevy you guys crack open, give me a FaceTime call. We will, we will. We're gonna, yeah, for sure. We're gonna toast all together. But it's so wild because I was talking to my other friend, and they're like, they were asking, they're like, oh, are you guys having like another reunion? But like in Seattle, I was like, no, like this time is just gonna be like a low key weekend. Cause Mm -hmm. I'm like, if it was three of us, I already knew I had to prepare myself mentally, physically for the weekend. (laughs) You know, as this girl already has a small sore throat before she even goes, you would have been fucking wrecked. Fatima. Yeah, I would have been out like for business when I came back to California after the weekend because I just know that when three of us get together, I mean, it's just it's dangerous. You I know feel like crazy? we all would we all would have been miserable too because Fatima, you're about to get your time of the month. I'm about to yep. get I mean, I am Me curly too. on mine. Jules, you too. We would have been yep. like just sitting on the sofa, probably the the bitchiest three little friends ever. Arguing, yeah. Crying. You know what's funny though? How many times in Boston did we say this is just gonna be low key? We're not drinking tonight. Wow, wow. Day. To be clear, 
you didn't say that. I that's said true. that. <laughs> Fatima, Fatima, remember, y'all, bringing it back to, like, episode one, <laughs> Fatima <laughs> would literally wake up, like, we're not doing anything today. Let's have a cozy day. We'll have to watch movies. We're going to drink inside this house. <laughs> peaking noon, peaking noon, I think we need to go out. I think we just got to keep on going. <laughs> Like, I had to, like, there were so many things going on in my brain. I was like, Fatima, like, you're too old for this. You cannot do this. Fatima, but when you're Fatima. already that low and like, uh, you got to just like, that's rally. It's you only, after up, rally. It's only up from there. Yeah. Well, exactly. You can't just lay there and be hung over all day. Like, that's not an option. No, so don't be hung over. Just keep on drinking. Yeah. And then I, you, I just had to, like, leave with the consequences. After Which is that. why when everybody went back home, um, when you guys left Monday morning, everybody got sick. I mean, Fatima and I got rocked for like two weeks. Oh, God. Yeah, I was sick as a dog. But Me also too. I was like, I knew this was coming. And uh, honestly, I get it. Like for the fun that we had, like I had to pay the price. <laughs> um, I was thinking it's going to be like Jules birthday month. Yeah, the 23rd, right, Jules? Yeah, you guys are so good. So we're just, we're probably going to go feral. We have no choice. Listen, we work in increments. We're a balance. We're a group of balance. So mm. in Boston, y'all, we all went crazy. You're going to Seattle. You're going to have a nice calm weekend. Mm-hmm. Then the next vacation has to be another feral weekend. Oh, God. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. And then there's going to be your birthday coming up. So that's going to be extra feral. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be 30, dirty, 30. Ooh. No, I don't want to be called dirty 30. I want to be called... Flirty thirty. Oh, flirty okay, 30, flirty thirty. Like, mm-hmm. bitch, you know you're gonna get dirty, but it's okay. You can be. <laughs> we cool. can get dirty and be flirty if we like. You can play. Dirty, flirty, and thriving. How about flirty and dirty? Ooh. Uh, you are flirty yes. and dirty. And then it's my birthday in July. Woo! Damn, bro, so. we're all back to back like that. Yeah, we are. We are truly. We're not gonna to make it at the end of 2024. I'm so sorry. You know what's crazy? <laughs> I just realized our birthdays are every other month. So it's like March, skip a month, May, skip a month. And it's like, like it's like the friends gods that sent us together yeah. wanted us to have a break in between so we could not go broke. Because if we were all back to back, we'd all go broke. If our birthdays were like January, February, March, True. we'd probably all try to see each other. And then come April, we would literally be like fucking eating ramen and yeah. not leaving our house. Well, for so basically what I, I be... well, so basically what I usually do. So you I love ramen though. I, I, love ramen. I don't eat ramen, so I would have no choice but to eat ramen. No, well, well or you the... can do or you can do rice and tuna. That's also like a broke person meal. Rice and beans, actually. That's huge one. I like beans. Me I don't too. Like beans. That's like my main source of food growing up. I'm like, refried beans? I could eat refried beans all day with like some hot But those sauce. are not real. The, but the, that's not real beans. Well, yes, it is. It's just squished up beans. Yeah, refried beans are real. Yeah, beans. but they there's get... so there's so much extra shit in there. Just like if you make them, it's not. You yeah, if you just... make them yourself, not from a can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but if you literally, the, the two ingredients in it is beans, squish it up, and then you can either add a little dairy if you're a dairy person, or you can do it at just like that, salt and pepper. Cheese, lots of cheese and bacon. Yeah, or any any form of dairy for you guys. Like, that's just, yeah, that's simple. Refried beans right there. I don't know if you guys noticed or not, but we did decide to go bi-weekly with the podcast. Mm-hmm. And um, there were a couple of reasons behind it. Um, you ladies want to elaborate on that? Um, I think for starters, we as a whole, the Girl Goggles, we want to bring you the best content material and topics. We want to be prepared, energized. And a lot of that starts with having your 
you know, your, your, your ducks in a row, your research done. We want to be feel really good for every episode that we drop. We want to feel passionate. And like Fatima said many times, we want to be very proud that we're recording these episodes for you. Yeah. So with that being said, we all have very busy schedules. Uh, Jules is a um, working mom and Fatima's always working and always at the gym. And I literally freaking am always out of this house. So it's hard to coordinate. Yeah sometimes to find the time so for right now temporarily placement is bi-weekly but we promise we will get back to weekly but for now we would like to do bi-weekly until things pick up and that way we can provide the best content and podcast for you guys yeah more intentional podcasts i think yeah perfect i couldn't have said it better it's really hard for new people like us to come in and try to create content that is not only going to be different, but it's going to matter, which, you know, I think there's, you know, a lid to every pot, right? Like we Mm -hmm. are going to find our audience and there's going to be people who are going to be interested in listening to us. I don't doubt it. But um, I think the best way for us to kind of test the waters right now is to see what's what, what what can be best for us so I think Absolutely. every every two weeks is perfect and that gives us enough time for research like Val said and um, that way you guys are going to be excited for the pod and we're also going to be excited to produce it yep. um, and we have so much fun stuff planned like you're like literally going to pee your panties yeah um, the other day we had a conversation in the group chat it was just again random we were talking about girth and you know like Always. periods and you know regular everything stuff. in between yes and all of a sudden I don't know how it started but I just I decided to like psychoanalyze the girls and I was just like I know why you're single this is why you're single Fatima wanted to play Dr. Phil we were like bro let's hear it what do you got to say she wasn't wrong though you did a good job no I think for the most part that's what shows our friendship right there like that explains it because when we look at each other, when, you know, whether that's happy times or sad times, I can always think what Fatima's like. I, I can always, like, say or think what she's feeling without even saying it. Same with you too, Jules. Like, even through text, like, we can always say and feel when something is off. Oh, yeah. Um, And I think, and I don't know what we were talking about. We were talking about dating. Mm-hmm. And Fatima was like, no, no, no. Let me give you my perspective as to why I think you're single. And then we're like, fucking mic drop. We're like, all right, let's hear everybody's. And then it was like, let's just make an episode about this. So we're going to psychoanalyze everybody on the podcast right now as to why we believe that they're single. Doesn't mean it's true, but it's our perspective because, you know, someone else might think something else and that's not true. Yeah, like why we're single and also when we're not single, like when we are actually like talking or seeing somebody, Mm -hmm. like why certain things might not work out, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? And then what can happen like, what can we do for the things to work out? Yes. Mm-hmm. And believe us that, like, when we say this, the girls, even though we have only known each other since June, June, right? Yeah, June. Since June of last year, um, we have seen so many highs and so many lows in our dating lives and our personal lives. And we just know so much about each other, like the deepest, darkest secrets that we would never tell anyone else. And so with that comes why we believe we know each other so well and why we're single or, you know, psychoanalyzing it a little deeper than that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. Julesy, you want to go first? Oh, shit. Buckle up. Oh, God. Y'all ready? Yeah. All right. Number one, Uh, Fatima. 
so I love you, girl. Here's my here is my feedback on why Fatima is single and the men she chooses and why they don't work out in a nutshell. Okay. You ready, girl? Always. She's in the hot seat. Okay. So my of course, as you preface, this is my opinion. This is not the facts. This is just my feedback. Okay. I think that Fatima is she's the most loving, giving, sweet empathetic human being i probably know but when it comes to dating she's sort of the opposite and i feel like it's because she does not want to be rejected she does not want shit to hit the fan so she's going into it guns blazing she's either half ass going into it or it's more of a physical than a an emotional connection Mm. I feel like sometimes Fatima goes for men who are below her, whether that be looks or career or whatever the case may be. Um, And I think it's because she's afraid to be rejected and she doesn't want to put herself in the hot seat where somebody could reject her, even though she has so much to offer and give. Um, I think that sometimes Fatima, you can be a little bit closed off to really putting yourself out there. Um, sometimes it seems like you self-sabotage a little bit. Like when a guy is really good for you, you're like, oh, hell no, I'm not. You find a reason not to, Mm. not to move forward with it. Um, and you go through these motions where, you know, you are deserving and wanting this relationship, whether it be a marriage or a long-term relationship, wanting a family, wanting children, but you get, if you get I don't even want to say rejected because you're not, you don't put yourself in the position to get rejected really ever. It's you turning down the guys. And then once you turn down a few or go on a few bad dates or decide to move on from someone, you're like, Oh, fuck this. I'm deleting the apps. I'm done with it. And I think that stems from a little bit of a fear of rejection, which makes me sad because you have so much to offer. Why do I, why do I pay for therapy? Why do I need to go and look for fucking therapists? Damn, I don't know, but what, I, I don't know if I told you this. I took notes before we like spoke about this earlier and everything Jules said, like, obviously I'll go for my turn at, like at some point, but like a lot hit it, hit it. Hey. Everything hit it. You yeah. said it a hundred percent. Everything's right. I was like aggressively nodding the whole time. And those are the things that I know about myself. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. those are the things that I I don't know whether or not this will change when I meet the person who I'll be able to trust and who I'll be able to let in. Yeah. But um, I you're do self-aware know though. To- you're so self-aware. Oh, that, totally. You know. Yeah. That's the that's the first step to knowing that you are literally your biggest fucking like absolutely blockage to dating. You know what I mean? Like it's just. I think I think honestly, like my fear of rejection and my fear of like thinking that I'm a failure and like not being good enough, not only for another person, but like for anything else in my life. Like that's how I live my life. That's why lots of times I have to remind myself who I am, you know, like that makes me so sad to hear Fatima. I know, but like, I like lots of times I have to tell myself like do things out of love, not out of fear. And then I'm like, you know, I'm I look, I play safe. And then I'm like, you play safe. You were 18 mm-hmm. years old when you moved across the ocean by yourself. Yeah. Like, I should be the only person that I get inspiration from because you, are, you should you're brave. You're yeah. strong. Yeah. You're but, beautiful. you know, again, like, you know, there are just 
there's so much that goes into it and oh, i sure. and i know where like where legs grow you know what i mean from yeah. and, and i know why certain things happen to me when it comes to dating but you're 100% right like i this is what happens to me it's it's a cycle i'm like okay like i don't i don't see anybody that i like i don't see mm-hmm. anybody that i want to entertain nobody mm-hmm. deserves me and you know like i'm doing the fucking air claws and then i'm like okay i'm done dating because yeah. I think the best way for me not to get disappointed and the best way for me not to hurt myself is just to be like, well, I'm not dating. So I can't, I can't get upset. Get right. Up. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like yep. I can't get hurt if I'm not dating. Yep. And I think and- a lot of our dating patterns and who we go for stems from our childhood and our parents. And, um, you know, we don't have to dive into that super deep, but I just, I think that plays a huge role. Absolutely. It does. I think their trauma and their past, like, upbringing and their childhood is the reason why we are who we are. And mm-hmm. our, it, it seeps through our dating lives, our personal yeah. lives, yeah. you know, our growth, right? So yeah. I we think got you to either our own hands. Totally. I think you either go for, purposely go for the opposite of what you think you didn't like in your parents, specifically the opposite sex, or you unintentionally date or fall for somebody who's just like your opposite sex parent. Yeah. And you sure. don't realize that. Obviously, you're not purposely seeking that, but yeah. that was very interesting. Thank you, Jules. I, I appreciate it. And you're welcome, that, Jules. That'll be $100, please. Uh, <laughs> can I just give you in kisses and hugs? All right. Yes, now. please. All yeah, because I'll see you later tonight. I'm yes. Okay, All right, now I'm ready. Now ready, I'm ready Val? to hear what you've got to say about Val. Okay, Val. Oh, boy. Are you I'm ready? ready. Are you ready, Val? <laughs> Super ready. Okay, I feel like Val and Fatima are sort of opposite. So for Val, I think Val, um, she wants love. She wants to feel special, beautiful. She she kind of needs uh, the communication and the attention and the compliments. Um, I feel like Val falls pretty quickly and hard for guys. I think she trusts easily. Um, and sometimes I feel like Val, you go for guys who need help and need fixing. Like you want to give them multiple shots. You're this loving, wonderful, again, empathetic person and opposite to Fatima. You love on all these people who give you that attention and want to date you. And, um, they tend to be emotionally unavailable or have issues that they need to work through. And you give them so many opportunities, um, and then it all, it just seems to come crashing down. Uh, I mean, yeah, I agree and slightly disagree on some of it. Uh, What do you agree on? What do you disagree on? I agree with the fact that you, I mean, I don't know if I trust easily. Um, I think for sure you're right on the communication and I want love and, you know, I am very empathetic, but I also don't I don't know if I trust easily I think I just it's easier for me to become platonic with someone than it is romantic because again that's like letting my walls down and um but I also don't give out chances a lot like granted I've I'm actually one to write someone off as soon as I have a reason and an answer as to why you don't want me as if you someone says yeah like you know I'm just like not compatible with you or if I say that to them like that's kind of it like as long as I get my closure to something I'm good to go like it's just yeah I think with some things but I feel like you know if you match with somebody or go on a date with somebody a lot of times it's like oh my god he's 
this, this happened. I'm so excited. I'm so like, you're so positive about it, which is a good thing. I yeah, love that. Of course. But I think and that's I think what and I, mean. I think that's something that I love about Val. Like she, totally, I love it too. She love she wants to trust easily. Like she that's, wants to see the I'm best saying. in people. Yeah, I want to de- absolutely. I definitely. Want whereas, to whereas me, I'm like I don't believe anything you say. Correct. I agree. Yes, that's, that's exactly it. what I'm saying. That's yeah. what I'm saying for sure. I always want to believe and you know, see the best in people. I don't want to fucking believe that someone's out there to like hurt anyone. Of course, that's the case most of the time. <laughs> but, yeah. You are you the know. queen at devil's advocate, I feel like sometimes, which is good. Yeah. We need more of that. But yeah, I mean, okay. So yeah, so for sure, I agree. Thank Alrighty. You Damn. I still so love you guys. Are All right. No, no, tears, no tears were shed yet. Okay, keep going. Are we No, surprised? but like, what? Who's who's going? You, Val. Oh, snappity do that. All right. Um, who wants to be in the hot seat first, Fatima or Jules? Come on, do it. Dump it on me. Dump it on Fatima. All right, Fatima, very much to what Jules said, but I'll put it in my own words. Um, I think that, you know, again, I love you, girl. Um, but I do think that you do lower your standards and like you kind of accept like less than you deserve. Um, and I think it's because you, you're not giving yourself like, like a, like a actual strong chance. I feel like can I put this in quotation marks as a joke in our group chat? Like, you know, we all have a certain type. We jokingly would be yeah. like, oh, you love the the crackhead looking dudes. And I think that, like, you want to be the one who is alpha and hot and runs a show. And I think that when you give someone, like, dude, you're smoking hot. And you know that. And I think when you give someone that is less than what you deserve and you lower your standards, you're always going to be that person. And I think you also like to focus on the wrongs before the goods. Like, in your dating life only, because like when it comes to like me and Jules, like if we're dating someone new or whatever, and they tell us that they've been six months sober, for me, I'm like, oh, I don't know, because I mean, he, you know, great for him for being sober, but he might like, you know, relapse. For me, kind of like a yellow slash red flag for you, you'll be like, no, 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 like, that's great. Like, he's trying to better himself. But for you, if that was you, you'd probably be like, no, hard no. So I think you look at the wrong versus the good when you're dating. Um, and I also think like all of us, I think you're victim to self-sabotaging because um, it's your defense mechanism. I think you avoid trying to get hurt and it's easier for you to find the fault or the wrong in someone before they find it in you. Um, like exactly kind of what Jules said. Like, I feel like you, it, you downplay a little bit of it, everything um, just for not avoiding to get hurt and hurting and rejection is like such a shitty feeling. So yeah. I feel like we all relate to that, you know? Um, but from like what we've been told and what you've told us, like you've had very serious relationships in your past. And I think the older we get, it's inevitable that like failure and hurt like hits harder the older we get. Cause it's just kind of like you're spinning your wheels. So. Uh, thank you so much. I totally agree with everything you say. Two things that I want to comment on really quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, you are absolutely right. I would rather get rejected, get not rejected. What's the word? I would rather get disappointed and icked out by somebody first before they do it in me. Does it yeah. make sense? Absolutely. Um, like it's easier for me to be like, oh no, like I already knew that I was not gonna like him. And yeah. the second thing, talking about like the crackheads and stuff, you guys, like I know that you think that like I'm lowering my standards and stuff, but I really truly like ugly <laughs> guys. I really fucking do. I don't know what to nah, do. With that's not, that's no, no, no. Listen, they can they can look 
they can look like a one, okay? They can look like a crackhead. They can look skinny and white mm-hmm. and whatever, right? But we're mm-hmm. talking about more so the emotional aspect, I think. Yeah, like, oh, like, yeah, for sure. When yeah, guys yeah. don't bring to the table, like, right? Like, I don't know. Like, I think, I think it's emotionally speaking. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah, but you like who you like. I mean, to your point, Fatima. For real. Attractive. I mean, I like who I like. Jules likes who she likes. You yep. know. Yep. But I think uh, there's a deeper issue that I want to sure. work on. But again, I don't know. It's hard. It's it's a lifelong journey because it's one thing when everybody else says and people who actually love you and care about you say like you deserve so much more. It's a different story with me because, and I know I I'm not trying to sound sad or you know make anybody cry, but like do I really deserve it? And I'm just going to leave it at that. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're not going to like go into the depth of me thinking that I'm not good enough, but I'm just yeah. saying like lots of times it's me being like, do I really deserve good things? Absolutely. Because I don't think I do. So I'm just going to take this shitty ass person. Right. Well, exactly. I think it, that's exactly what it boils down to is you need to love yourself and what you put out is what you get in. Right. Yeah. So yeah. that's where it starts. And it's way easier said than done. We all have issues with it clearly. <laughs> But oh my god! Are. I feel like all of our listeners are probably nodding their heads too. We're not yep. the only yeah. ones. Yeah, like, no, absolutely. Being a woman is constantly like going through all of this. Like, I'm hot. I'm not hot. I deserve this. I don't deserve this. This is too good for me. This is too bad for me. Like, it's just it's it's a constant battle. But yeah, yeah. we're gonna leave it at that. That's a whole another episode. We can talk forever about it. Um, uh, Jules, are you ready for Val's uh, evaluation? Know. Just to reiterate, though, Fatima. We love you. I love oh, you. Yeah. And you know of that course. that was just I, I love you. I love you more than life. And from the, the heart of my heart, you know that. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. And you know, I think another reason why you should trust and build friendships that are based on honesty is because they will bring nothing but happiness and they will bring nothing but true love. Like you cannot yeah. be friends with somebody and be afraid to say something because if you are afraid to say something, if you're tiptoeing around certain things, if you're walking, I'm not saying just say everything that comes to your fucking mind, you know, like yeah, there has yeah. to be social. You got to filter some things. Yeah. yeah, for sure. But at the same time, like if you are afraid to tell something to your friend, then, you know, you have to like look over and value your friendship because like there is no world that i would rather live in but the world of honesty absolutely completely agree completely agree all right my love jules you ready all right bring it on me val let's hear it all right so jules um god where do i start all right so i think (laughs) no no i didn't mean it like that where do we start with i got some bullet bullet points we're how to start so um I think that you seek and you want validation and your partner. You want them to be successful like everyone, but you want it to be success where they are known, that they are important. And if you're holding their hand walking down the street, you want to be like in the spotlight where people are like, oh, I know who that is versus like you could date someone who's successful and he owns a business and no one knows who he is right down the street. But if you're holding someone's hand, that's an NFL player. um, It's pretty obvious that he is who he is, right? So I think you want your partner to be favored by people. Um, I also think that you care about status a little bit. Um, like I said, like, you know, money is money, whether the, the partner works at a gas station or he is a CEO of a company or, you know, it doesn't matter. Like, he, I think you do care a little bit about status. And I don't mean that in like a snobby, like superficial way. I just think that it's one of the things that ignites your like, like for someone you know what I mean um I also think that the lifestyle that you want in your partner has to be a little bit of glitz and glam uh you definitely don't want someone who is running around in a blue Honda Civic 
<laughs> God, y'all need to leave that damn car alone. What, no, about, a white, what about a white Just, Honda Civic? White Honda Civic no hatchback. No Just to reiterate for the fans, when we say blue Honda Civic, we're not talking about the nice new 2024. <laughs> we're talking about a 1994, okay? Who drives a 1994 Honda Civic? With a Dude, donut people- tire. Yeah, people still whip those around. Who? Yeah. Where? Um, Fatima, you know who. You Hello. for real, dude. You got picked up in one. And I just got I just okay, okay, hush. I got picked up in like a 2014. Yeah, okay, that's close whatever. enough, 1994. I mean 2014, <laughs> I drive a 2015. Yeah, car. No, but it had a donut tire. It just added to the whole and, aesthetic. Hey, things happen, you know. He was so, 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 so excited so, to see me. He didn't he think he didn't sweet, even bother. He was a sweet, sweet boy. We like that man. He was a sweet boy. He got saved up all year for the white claws. Okay, go ahead. Tools. All right. Um, where was I? I definitely think that as you should, you prioritize motherhood, but I also Mm -hmm. think you can't always be your excuse for, you know, for not being able to date. Your kids aren't always gonna be in the household and keeping you busy. And, you know, I think it's important for a beautiful single mother to put themselves out there and it needs to be you know not with past flames i think starting fresh is a very good thing to do um (laughs) Mm -hmm. i think uh your attachment styles um you know i think that like i guess i'll say this like you love setting videos and if you send a video to joe schmo and he doesn't reciprocate you immediately throw in the towel you're kind of like well i sent you a video and i think you make big deals out of things that aren't that big sometimes and sure. I think you got to give someone the chance right somebody who you're getting to know sometimes may not feel comfortable to send you a 20 minute long video um but I don't think it's worth throwing in the towel there are good people out there that don't need to send videos that long but um yeah I think it's a defense mechanism I think you know like like everyone else on this you know hopefully we all don't want to get hurt and that's mm-hmm. everyone's defense mechanism we do anything to avoid getting hurt And naturally, I speak for myself. I'm an anxious dater, and I would like to think that you are too. Because I feel all are. We all have an attachment style. Agree. And I think, like I said, I think that stems from just trauma and PTSD from our childhood and our upbringing and our past relationships and um, attachment styles is like a legit thing. And that's why I think when we're dating someone and it's going good for two weeks, we become you know so infatuated with the person. Um, and then when it dies out, it's kind of like, a, it's a shitty feeling, but that's dating. So, um, that's all I got for you, Jules. That's really it. That was good. I don't have a ton of feedback. I think that you, obviously there's deeper meanings to each of those, uh, items, but yeah. I think that you're pretty accurate. I definitely self-sabotage. I look for things, uh, to your point on the videos. Like if I send something and I don't feel like the same energy, reciprocated my energy then yeah Yeah. I'm like nope never mind you're not interested um and I do definitely date (laughs) beautiful uh high profile if you will men and I'm not really high profile that's what I was trying to find the word uh, yeah I don't know I I can't tell you the the I mean besides the fact that they're you know I don't know I don't know why that is but no you're you're totally dead on agree and to each their own right like we all have our own freaking cup of tea when it comes to dating for sure. Yep. For there sure. you go. That's my All right. All right. Back. Let me walk in. Jules, uh, should I keep on going with you or you yeah, need to bring it on me, girl? Okay. So, like, okay. 
I think me and Jules have something in common when it comes to like trust issues and like self-sabotaging just because I think we were mistreated in the past quite often. And I think when stuff like that happens, like, okay, for just for anybody, like when you, for example, when you get cheated on, you as a woman tend to internalize it, right? So it's never like, oh, like he did it because he's a piece of shit. No, he did it because there's something wrong with me. And that's what we think, which is not true. You know, like when somebody does a bad thing, like it says more about them than it does about you. But as women, we try to like bring it in and be like, what did I do? What did I say? I'm not good enough. I'm not pretty enough. Oh my God, let me hop on the treadmill. Let me lose like a couple of more pounds. So I think lots of times, Choosing people that are loved by everybody. And again, I've said that before about Jules. She needs to make sure that everybody else is okay with the people that she chooses. You know, she's always like, do you think he's good looking? Do you think he's this? Like, it's almost like, girl, like, you shouldn't care what we think. Like, if you like somebody, like, you should totally go for that person. Obviously, like, it's nice when your friends approve. But if they don't approve, like honestly fuck them you know what i mean yeah yeah like when i get married to pete davidson i don't care what you guys are gonna say (laughs) like you're gonna be like bridesmaids you know like it's just what it is and um so and another thing about like the high profile men the men that are like obviously loved by everybody and they're conventionally like good looking and everybody's like oh my god look at this guy this and that and the other that's another reason why you choose them because they make you feel better about yourself. And again, I've always said that before. I don't know why you're so insecure. I don't like there has to be certain things that happen in your life before. Again, I'm not here to like, you know, uh, treat you or whatever. But I think because you're so insecure in yourself, like having somebody next to you who is like, ah, amazing, blah, 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 makes you feel like, okay, like I did something right in my life. You know, like I am better now because of this person. And, um, and, and it's easy, like choosing guys that are like, so up there, like, you know, we're talking about like celebrities, athletes and whatever you're pre disappointed already. You know what I mean? You're like, okay, like this person is probably not going to commit. So that already like, cuts my disappointment in half because I'm like I already know going in that this is probably not going to bring me anything serious so I am not going to be upset at the end you know like I already know that I'm not going to get hurt because I'm already kind of hurt about it does it make sense Mm. yeah yeah going for people who are unavailable is easier because you know that that they're unavailable you know that they're not going to provide you with everything that you deserve whereas going for somebody who is like you're like, oh my God, this is an amazing person. And then at the end, they stab you in the back and you're like, fuck, like I did not expect this. Yeah. I think like I told you guys recently, I tell myself anyway, that I have a career. I have a mom, like Val said, I'm unavailable because I put my kids first, which I should put them first, but absolutely, I, I don't even make a tiny bit of time for anyone. And that's my excuse is my career and my mothering. Right. Yeah. So then if I want, if I have a need, an adult female need, whatever that may be, um, then I go, yeah. If I have a girth need, then I do tend to go for emotionally unavailable, but very attractive men to kind of fulfill. I don't know. I, you're right. I go into it like, I don't need anything but this. So here we are. And Temporary that's never... like happiness, if you will. Like, it's kind of like it, it fills the void for a little bit. Then you're back to what you have to do. 
well, yeah. And I always pretend like I'm not looking for a relationship. And sometimes I really truly don't know what I'm looking for. But when I'm dating or going out or talking to these guys, um, I definitely, definitely don't put out there like, I am single and I'm looking for a relationship. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think you're both dead on. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. But again, you're also like, and that's another like, almost like paradoxical thing about us. We three are so self-aware. We know, know exactly like where it comes from. I know we know exactly how to fix it. It's almost like we're in this like Delulu land where like, oh no, it's going to fix it on itself. I know. And You're I'm right. Wrong. We are all three of us. So yeah. self-aware. we know exactly what we're doing. Like, I don't know if that's better or worse that we're self-aware. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Are I don't we think it always in our own? Are we standing in our own way? Like now that oh, we're self-aware, sure. what's the next step? Like, like, <laughs> It's true, though. We are very self-aware of, like, what we bring to the table, where we lack, you know, yeah. like, it's our fears, our everything. Oh, yeah. Oh, Basically, yeah. what I'm saying to our listeners, like, we're fucking amazing. <laughs> Bottom line. <laughs> Bottom yeah, line. We're, we're kind of awesome. We are. Kinda, times a million. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that- uh, all right. Uh, I was talking about Jules. Valeria. Mamacita. Okay. Tell me. Uh, it is so funny because when I say Valeria, like, it, it sounds like I might say it with, like, a Spanish accent, but I actually say it in Russian. So. Yeah, remember when we were driving back from um, Rhode Island after Friendsgiving with Alex? We were talking about the names, and, like, I was like, yeah, it sounds like you're saying it in Spanish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's, like, so so Russian, Valeria. Um, okay. Uh, I think that Valeria over here has a perfect picture in her head, mm. and... That picture includes certain things that she requires from her partner. And she also requires from herself because she's such a go-getter. She, like, you're so smart. You are, like, such a determined person. And you live your life by these rules that you made for yourself. And it is so, like, I don't know. Like, I admire you for everything that you do. I admire you for the, like, for the things that you choose to do in your life. Like, when it comes to, like, health and fitness. And then, like, maybe, like, financial decisions. Everything. Because, like, you're so opposite of me. And I'm like, I need to be more like this girl. And I think lots of times you just want this perfect picture. And you want to get to that. And, again, that might be because, like, it's not something that you saw growing up. Maybe it's something that you see around yourself because, you know, like, I don't know, maybe that's just the family that you work for. I don't know. I'm not sure exactly, but I know that you want to this picture perfect family and you want this guy who's going to fit all of your boxes. And sometimes I feel like you see good and you want to believe that this person is good and you want to believe that this person checks out your boxes and you're like okay like this is it whereas you know a lot of people just they put up a front you know a lot of people when they know what you want they kind of act like you know that person and I just think that I know a hundred and million percent like if anybody out of this friendship is going to meet the person that they like painted for themselves it's you just because you know exactly who you go for you know exactly who you want it's just you're gonna have to go through lots of frogs and shrikes to get to i'm not place. even trying frogs no more i'm trying fucking like rabbits or some shit because like rats at this point because like you know we're so disappointed but yeah i, I just <laughs> i just i just think that you might be your worst enemy because 
you want this like white picket fence life and lots of times you don't even give yourself like a little uh leeway you know with that if that makes sense so 100 percent couldn't agree more than you like that is just spot on like okay victoria chill like you know what i mean like it's just speaking of where's my 50 dollars? <laughs> oh my god i hope you're listening Oh, theatrics. Um, <laughs> no, like, I mean, word by word, like, like you always say, I was aggressively nodding and almost crying. <laughs> um, no, it's true. Like, I, I am my biggest critic, my biggest enemy, and it's exhausting because I have no fucking break and it's on autopilot. And I don't, sometimes I just don't know how to stop. And it's, it's, it's just a lot. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know how to, I hear it and I agree with you, but it's not going to make me stop. You know what I mean? Of course. And it's, and it's so sad, but like, I'm also really, again, self-aware that I am like this way. I've heard it all my life. It's from my dad, from, you know, like friends and like, I am quote unquote, a perfectionist and very neurotic. Um, And I think it has to do a lot with what I saw as a child growing up. I think it has to do with my patterns in dating. I think it has to do with um, being around my workforce for seven years and seeing perfect. Yes. Um, Absolutely. And you know, and I think, yeah. And like, it's, it's hard when you are just one person who comes from, you know, what I came from and then working in the house that I currently work in now Mm -hmm. and them basically morphing into my own family so it's me trying to navigate my adult life and my growth and wanting things that I know I deserve. Mm-hmm. But as a kid, I didn't think that I deserved it. Yeah. So now it's like a switch in my brain and it's really hard. And like, that's why I think sometimes I come off very like robotic and erotic and it's just go, 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 go. And dude, like I'll sit down for 20 minutes and like I, the guilt that ke- creeps into my head that I need to go do something or get up and fucking move my body. Like it's rough. And it's because what I see is nothing compared to my life. I'm like, if I lived here by myself in my um, condo, I'm not even where I want to be yet. But like for me and for many other people, I live a great life. But like when I go to work and I see that, I'm like, this is nothing. I got to I got to keep going. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's hard. It is hard. It's exhausting. I wish we could scoop out our best qualities and give it to each other because I think Val might need a little bit of like yes, my you, outlook on you, life when yes. it comes like because like it's okay for things to be messy sometimes. I it's know. okay for life not to go how you plan it sometimes because that's a part of it. But I also need like control. I also need like certain dedication like Val has. Like routine is good. You know, I also need like to be hard on myself sometimes, but in the right way. You know what I mean? So I feel like yeah. we could like give each other a part of ourselves yeah i mean totally. but also that would be a very scary thing but you because you hoes need to be fucking careful because if we gave each other part our best parts we would, would be, be perfect, perfect. people yeah. <laughs> and then guess what thing, hide so your perfect. kids hide your wife hide your dog because if we're too perfect then uh-uh then no Goodbye. way yep. i'm telling you though like it's funny like as you were telling me you know a psychoanalyzing my single life and my dating ways i was about to like interject and say, if I could just take some of you and Jules, like I would feel like if that was a thing, I feel like I could be calm for a little bit. You know what I mean? But like, 
it's not possible. And unfortunately, like I said, it, I'm not going to, it's not going to stop. Like, I'm just going to go back to my ways no matter what. Cause it's just what makes me feel good, even though I'm exhausted. Right. Like, yeah, it, but it's also, it's who you are. Yeah. But I also think that you are going to meet your perfect person because it's going to be perfect for you. But I just, I don't know. There's something in me, like a little Victoria in me thinks that your person is actually going to challenge your ways and is going to challenge your perfectionism and that will change your perspective on things. I think, I think that's what's going to happen. So, I mean, from just past episodes that we've all discussed, my two serious and only relationships were people that were complete opposite of me and they were my best relationship. Did, but okay. But did that, like, if you can like go back and think about like day to day life, did that bother you or no? No, it's it almost was like a yin and a yang. Like I needed somebody. I can't date someone like me. I've done it and it was the worst relationship I've ever been in. I need someone who is, I'm very extroverted and outgoing. I need someone who's introverted and okay with hanging out because I need someone to be like, sit down, Valeria, sit down. Like sit down and put the fucking mop down or stop going on a run. Like just chill for a minute. I need that. Yeah, 100%. And- oh, I agree. But I just... I just don't know how you feel about it. I don't know. Oh, I like... love it. I think it's really healthy for me. And I know, like, moving forward when I date people, um, I don't mind if they're kind of like me, but they can't They can't represent everything that I am because I need a little bit of, like, an introvert. You know what I mean? Like, it kind of, like, mellows me out. Yeah, because, like, you're poor kids. Can you imagine having both parents who are, like, <laughs> so, like, to the book? Good God. They're going to They would become, like, the next president. they're going to be like, Auntie Fatima, get, pass the J to me. Give me a yeah. bottle. No, so, I mean, I agree. Absolutely. You and Jules nailed it. And I think that we all nailed it for each other. Um, mm-hmm. We know each other very well. And yep. as different as we are, I think we also share a lot of the same qualities. Um, totally to why we are who we are in our single life. And, you know, there's no shame in being, I'm almost 30, in our 30s and being single. And, you know, we've grown and we have so much growth. But like you said, there's also beautiful in the messy. Yeah, Um, absolutely. Absolutely. And now that we went over how well we know each other, can we talk a little bit about our first impressions of each other? Ooh, I love this. Bringing it back to June again. Walking into the Curvy Connection household and seeing each other for the first time. Let's do it. I still remember, Jules, you walking through the door because you were the last one to get there. And I remember your eyes. Your eyes were like each fucking a quarter each because you were like, who are these people? Why are they jumping on me? Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. In my defense, I had a traumatic flight. So walking walking into the house after uh, after a seizure and a pass out session on the plane and you guys were like, screaming and hugging and I was just like oh my god like, it was, was for the theatrics we were on I a was show. so overwhelmed <laughs> oh my god it was I know it was overwhelming I mean looking back that the filming and the the time we were there it was a lot but I mean it was, it was. yeah but it was fun it was let's fun. talk okay so let me share a couple of fun facts before we dive into our first impressions of each other let's Girl, do it did you know it takes someone a tenth of a second a tenth of a second to form an opinion about you just on looking at you that mm-hmm. is crazy because i always thought it was like a three second rule but tenth it's of tenth of a second wow even if facts contradict someone's first impression their brain uses the false first impression anyway i've heard that before yep. right but You're do you right. i do believe that don't you i mean it's a fact 
apparently. Yeah, according to yeah, Google, but I mean, fact, personally, so. I feel like that's the truth. I mean, I, I feel like I've done that too. And the last one I wanted to share was an impression from even just a photo can last in your mind for six months or longer, creating um, your perception of wh- whoever's in that photo. Oh my God. You wow. Guys. That'll make you think what you post no, online. You know right? why? Like, you know how sometimes we'll look on the dating app and the picture will give us an ick and we're like, oh, oh I don't want to talk to this guy. Yes. And I'm like, that's a fuck. And I tell you guys, well, guys don't really, are not photogenic. They don't take pictures well. But like, I do the same thing. I look at the picture. I'm like, oh, no. Yeah. But- you'll remember that picture for six plus months. No doubt. Yes. Yes. You'll be having sex with this person. Then you're like, remember that picture that he sent you. And you're like, oh. immediately dry. <laughs> Remember his dating bro outfit? Oh my god! Remember FB Kyle every gym pic he fucking posted? That's why oh I'm the biggest. Oh thing. my god! god. I, you know what? Gym pic is one thing. I still can't get over that hand. It pic. was like the fucking same photo. Like I'm like, bro, are you like you have dementia? Ugh. Like you post the same thing every two seconds. Yeah, but I can't get over the hand pic though. Oh, the watch and the mirror. Bring me oh. my cups, homie. Where are you at? Stop listening <laughs> to my pods and not giving me my cups back. Oh my god, her team cups. Oh, those okay. are those those are some interesting facts though like thanks jules like that yeah was, i love that that, that was, that was, that was pretty fun. interesting and i think that will like take us into like how we actually felt about each other when we met each other mm. yeah so let's let's go back so we're walking in so who got there first val you were the first one of the three of us to arrive correct correct um i walked in and let's let's leave let's leave megan and audrey out of the equation because i was not gonna, and, and they can't defend themselves so let's yeah. just talk about us um yeah. Fair enough. So I think Fatima, you came in, right? At some point. Uh, yes, I was before Jules for sure. Yeah. Honestly, like I knew that the girls, my first impressions, <laughs> I knew that the girls weren't gonna like you, or I had a feeling the girls weren't gonna like you, but I loved you right from the jump. And why did you th- why did you think that the girls were not gonna like me? Because you and I were very uh side by side like instantly and I felt like the, you also have a very strong look upon yourself it is just who you are in nature yeah. and so I thought you know that either they were going to be intimidated and not felt very repelled to your personality but mm-hmm. for me I am a strong bold personality so I was very welcoming to that and we sat mm-hmm. down and I remember we waited for the other girls to get there and you and I sat in the corner of the balcony outside for like an hour while you hit your pen and we just talk <laughs> and you just talk and I talk about our dating lives and and within like the first 25 minutes of knowing you Fatima I was already tearing up from telling you a story and it's so wild because you know how you always say like oh I'm the person that like you people usually like tell like their darkest and deepest secrets within the first yeah, five yeah, minutes. yeah. the same thing with me which is weird because like I have that like sometimes unwelcoming look on my face and that's just me being eastern european you know we're not super friendly when it comes to looks but (laughs) i remember like i was sitting down and you were telling me everything and i was just instantly like i trust this girl like i don't know why but i was just like which is crazy because i was because okay full transparency i did watch all of your guys's videos like prior did you i did not i did yeah and then you gave a pick me girl vibe 
uh val with your videos and then you had like boys around you and i was like oh yes a bitch i was like he's like a pick me i was like he's a pick me girl and i was like oh what does that mean pick me like pick me definitely gonna be the winner i was like she's definitely gonna be the winner because she is that girl that is like i'm gonna get what i want and it was so wild because when i saw you in person i was talking to you i was like oh this hoe like okay whatever she's my best friend now damn all right so like this is a great also leeway after this to lead into the misconceptions yeah for sure yeah for sure but yeah Um, i was just like i don't know i i instantly gravitated towards you and you know what you are right jules about like the whole tenth of a second thing because lots of times we'll gravitate towards people that look like us and when i say look like us i'm literally say look like us i feel like me and val look like sisters yeah people usually people have said that and asked that yeah totally. yeah they were like are you related and i think because i felt like familiarized with her on this like subconscious level i was like okay like let me talk to this guy yeah. yep. Well, yep that's totally. that's cool that's interesting all right so then jules, jules came in with jules her... came in i think you were the last one and yes. um i you know it's hard right because again first impressions you were the last one and there were already kind of bonds made so yeah, totally i well you like- had a whole ass roommate by that point I did have a roommate. And- <laughs> <laughs> Why the fuck? I, had I a know. Roommate. I was like, there are enough rooms for everybody, bruh. Uh, I had a roommate. We'll leave it at that. So anyways, I had a roommate. And um, in case you didn't know, I had a roommate. And uh, so fucking Jules walks in. We all kind of already had a little bond. Fatima and I had already spent some time outside. So I really, my impression to you walking in was like, fuck, we got to do this one more time. And... Mm-hmm. You honestly, you, I hadn't, I don't know if it's right to say I didn't have an impression, but you kind of just walked in and you looked very overwhelmed and I, (laughs) yeah. And I didn't know if I was going to like you or not, because I don't, I just like, I was like, let's just see, I'll talk because I get along with the wall, but that doesn't mean that you were going to like me. Yeah. You know? So I had nothing bad to say. I just didn't know you were the last one to walk in and now look at us, bitch. Yeah, mm-hmm. so, okay, Jules already know how I feel about her when I first... Let's uh, hear it. Let's yeah, because I thought that she was conceited. And when I watched her videos, I was like, oh, okay, this is, like, a rich girl that, like, has this, like, amazing... Because I think you send videos from, like, Hawaii, and I was like, okay, bitch. And I was like, oh, I, okay, this is the rich girl, and she's, like, super perfect on the outside. You know, she's, like, this gorgeous girl, blah, blah, blah. And then when you walked in and I saw you, my first thought was like, what is she doing on the show? Like, what is like, what is her take on the show? Like, why is she here? Because you look mm-hmm. so like your life was so put together. I'm like, the fuck she's looking for love here, you know? So I thought that you were we, like, we had to look like, perfect. We were submitting videos. <laughs> I know, right? And she was like, really, to me, she looked a little uppity. And to me, I actually thought that you were that girl who has like a hundred thousand friends and is like goes out every weekend oh, and no. is like this like picture perfect life and whatever. Nope. And I knew, I knew from the jump that you're not gonna like me. I don't know why. I was just like, we're not gonna, we're just not gonna go. You know what's weird is that your first impressions are coming from videos and mine are coming from the actual greeting at the house. Yes, yes, you're right. Because you're her right. fun fact that she stated, it stuck with you, like. 
what you saw first is the first impression of what you felt exactly, is going to Exactly, exactly. How weird is that? How we and I didn't watch any of the uh, submission tapes, so I didn't have any impressions. I just went in fucking in thrown into fire. I was like, let's do this. Mine and was some mine was somewhere in the middle because I watched the videos too, but I feel like my first impressions of you guys like came a little from the tapes, but a lot from in person. Okay, let's hear it. <laughs> okay, so Fatima, same. Like when I saw you, I thought you were a total bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and that's on love. Yeah, that's now on I love, love you. All you're... of this is on love. All well, of no, yeah, that's I how mean, that's how the strongest friends. Like, oh. That's how the strongest friendships come from. They come mm-hmm. from when I first saw you. I thought you were a bitch. And now you're, you're weird. And okay. now you went from me thinking you're a bitch to now you're the bitch. Like you know what I mean? Like you're my bitch. Yeah. yeah. Well, like when I so Fatima, your tape that you sent in was so sweet and like it was it was awesome. I I watched it and I was like, oh my god, she's like really cool. I like her. Val, your tape, I thought same as Fatima. I was like, oh, this girl's got tons of guys all around her. She, I thought she, you went out all the time. You were like sort of a party girl, I guess, and you sort of got what you wanted. Um, and that's my impression from just the videos. But then mm-hmm. seeing you guys in person. Fatima, I definitely thought you were there 100% only for popularity, for clout, for internet. I mean, were you wrong? Clout chasing, bitch. Say it again, Fatima. Were you wrong, though? (laughs) I'm going to move on to my next. I thought you you were competitive. I felt like you wanted to win, but, like, you didn't actually want love, and you did not give a crap about the person we were dating. Um, and I felt like you were, yeah, I felt like you were judged. I know you made a few comments when I was there about like my weight and how like I wasn't that plus size and like you, you kind of vocalized, which I, now I love about you because you're just who you are, right? You're raw mm-hmm. and you're honest, but you sort of vocalized, you know, like, I don't know why. I think you actually said out loud, like, I don't even know why you're here. <laughs> Damn. And you know like, what? And 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 I'm like I I know that feature about myself, and obviously that's not the best in every scenario in life. But for me, it's easier to always be blunt and speak my mind because that kind of yes. eliminates the wrong people. Like if well, you now stop I love around, that. That yeah, no, I love that, that you about actually you. like me. Yeah, and the thing about you though, some people are just a bitch, but you're just honest, and you're it's di- there's a difference there. You know what I mean? Like if you're just coming out saying things to hurt people or. You know, I, I thought at first you could be, like, this manipulative, like, I'm trying to get clout and popularity. Ooh, and- I love that. I, I, I want to be an evil person. No, <laughs> you're not, though. You're not, though. I, that's the thing. I'm not. I'm, like, this, like, dandelion. Yeah, oh, no. God. That, that's my first impression. That instant, by the end of the trip, that completely changed. But that's definitely at first what I thought. And then Val, you were kind and funny and outgoing. And I felt like you were you were sort of the likable one in the house. Like you wanted the peace and you wanted, you were, you definitely had the biggest personality in my opinion. Mm. Um, and you were warm and I really liked you from the beginning. Bro, I, I heard you're a worm. I was like, damn. What? Warm. You were warm. Like, thank you. You have the personality where everyone feels like they can talk to you. But w- w- another thing that like, I, I don't know. I click with people that are, let me say the right way. Like, the thing about Val and you, Jules, but, like, why I click with Val so fast is just because she was this girl that, like, has her life together, has her job, and, you know, she has her goals, and, like, she's, like, so put together and clean, but she's also, like, hood, and I think <laughs> I 
kind of like I am like that too you know what I mean like I like when people think like oh you're so put together but I'm actually mm-hmm. a fucking like, like we still got the streetwear I'm a street rat you know I, mean, I do too I do too I like I can it pull out. it together and look real good and fancy with the blazer and then I'm still saying yo dude or like Friggin- yes, yes exactly absolutely that's how I like my men too so if we have any male listeners tap in please I love them like that Yes, like we need a little street in you. We mm-hmm. always need a little street. We need a little girth. We need a little game. We need, and we need a little street. Yes. Yeah. No, I definitely Period. have street in me too, but I can't come out during work hours or mom hours, so it's hard for me to bring out my true self. Yeah. Okay. Well, she's always she's always street with us just because she trusts us so much. Yes. Oh hell yeah! Of course. We're all but we're all. It's very wild much because I feel like with Bao, I clicked so fast and we were just like boom, boom, boom. But yeah. I think Jules with you, I think mine and your relationship actually blossom gradually. Oh, for sure, hundred percent. Like and that's I beautiful. Felt- well, yeah, no, I actually love our relationship because Val, you say it all the time. You can get you can get along with the wall, which is true, which just means you're so loving and open and accepting. You're easy to talk to, easy to be friends with. And me and Fatima, not that we're not, but we we almost have similar personalities, I feel like Fatima. Like we're I don't know. We but I think we resting... didn't know that. You know, you know what was the time when we actually actually started like bonding and At I was like, bar. oh when? Oh, I said at the bar. Was that not what you were going to say? JP? No, well, kind of a little bit, but not really. You know when? When? When you broke up with your ex-boyfriend that you met on the show. Oh, and absolutely. And then there was a little raffle going on between the girls. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I think you called me or something. And I don't know. I think that was the time when I was like, okay. I have two bitches now, Val and Jules. Yeah, I think that was definitely the turning, like, That's leap true. as well. Because I think as friends, Fatima and I were like, oh, I feel like we need to reach out to Jules. Like, she's one of our girls. She's got, like, yes, broke, they broke up. Like, as a, from a girl to a girl, girl code. Like, you just check in. Like, hey, are you good? 100%. When you guys did that, so when me and this person broke up, and I really did care about him, and it was kind of messy, and it was sad, you know, whatever. And um, there were some weird, like, tiff moments with the other girls. I won't get into it too much. There's no, like, there's no, there's no beef still remaining. There's no animosity. Yeah, everything's totally fine. But Val and Fatima specifically, like, during that time, they took themselves out of the show environment and put themselves into, okay, this girl just went through a breakup, a friend environment yeah and this is hard for her and you guys specifically just reached out and said are you okay do you want to talk about it and I completely agree I instantly loved you both because that takes a lot to do that and you didn't have to do that um and my opinion of you Fatima changed earlier on but definitely at that moment I was like wow like she cares she's a sweet person that was big that was so sweet of you guys and I feel like you took me into your little you know, it was just the Val and Fatima show, and then you're like, okay, you can. Come I know, that. right? Like we, because we were supposed to like do the podcast together. We were like these like two girls, blah blah blah, yeah. and then like this like poor wounded girl. We're like, okay, like you can come in now. This monkey wrench just decided to jump jump on in, and now look at her, part of us <laughs> and everything. Here I am, <laughs> crazy, right? Because like initially, I was like, I'm gonna go visit Val and this yeah. and that and the other. We, well, we did willingly invite everybody obviously, and only obviously. one that took 
Fatima, which but I wasn't, wasn't mad really, about. I wasn't really betting on anybody to be like, oh, like if they came, that would have been great. But I was like, I'm going to come regardless. You yeah. know, like I want to go see Val. Like, I don't care if anybody else comes with me. And then it just kind of like, I don't know. There was a this evolution of the friendship, which, you know, it's normal. Things happen. Yeah, it is. Absolutely. I just want to give you guys a huge ass podcast hug. That's what I want to do. I'll give oh, you no. a big old hug. Because I'm just like, damn, look at the the growth of just our friendship from when we started on the show to now. Which is also, which is also so incredibly wild because yeah. in retrospect, I still don't really know you guys. You know what We're I mean? We're going to still unravel so much. As we get to know each other, I feel like more and more, we'll, you know, Fatima, you'll say something or Val, you'll say something. And maybe I don't completely agree. And it's just one of those like, oh, that's Val for you or that's Fatima for you. you, know, you and like, keep, keep it pushing. Yes. And like, honestly, like having indifferent opinions with whatever we're talking about, it's also how we navigate those conversations that also have brought us closer. Like, we're not like, oh, I don't agree. Fuck you. Like, it's more so like, I don't agree, but I would love to hear why you think that. Yep. 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 You You know, like, I am so open to put in chat because I know that I can be, you know, I mean, sometimes we all can. Yeah, we We all can. We all can. Yeah, for sure. And I just want to reiterate again that I love you guys so much. And I feel like you have became, not only are you my two best friends now, but just the people that you are and the fact that, like you said, I mean, we can all three of us just 100% be ourselves. And I feel like I can be myself and there's no judgment. And I just, I feel like our relationship is so special. So I just It is special. And I have emphasized this with so many people. Like I, and to our listeners too, like I hope, that you guys have friends the way that we have this friendship because there is nothing more beautiful dating comes and goes but like friendships if you put in the time and the effort those those friends are forever and like picking your friends and creating these special moments and being vulnerable and being happy and being sad it's just there's just something so it's free therapy it's liberating (laughs) it's fucking it's amazing what is there not so great about having friends that fucking Pick you up when you're down. Listen yeah. to you, you. You know what I mean? It's so, so beautiful. So beautiful. And even if you're in your 20s and you're like, I don't have friends. That was totally me. And I didn't meet these girls till I was 33 years old. So there, it's never too late. Like, totally. There is somebody for everybody. And yep. like we met so unconventionally. Like yes, tell me about friendships. Like everything was thrown out of the window because we literally met in the most unconventional place. Are you kidding me? Yeah. And well, honestly, friends, though. So. It's such a also a shitty feeling because like you know like you uh, Fatima you're about to take a flight to go see Jules and like I just want to be with you guys but it's just like not practical no. on my end and like there is that this is when it hurts right this is when it no. like it's like a shitty feeling but you know what it doesn't matter there's gonna be a trip in March and we're gonna try to have everybody together Woo-hoo. and yeah like I don't know like I think there's gonna be times where it's gonna be shitty but it, the good always outweighs the bad. I know. Sure. 100%. I All right. And the last thing that I guys, I, I guys, okay, English, I wanted to ask you guys is this random question that I found on the internet. Okay. If I randomly showed up at your house at 1 a.m. without telling you why, why would you immediately, what would you immediately assume is going on? How fun is this question? <laughs> All right, Val, you go first. If I so if up you randomly house, took a plane, didn't tell me, showed up to my town, knocked on my door, and I opened it in the middle of the night, why would I think you're here? No, let's, we, okay. Let's pretend we live, we live in the same area. 
since we live in different states, what if I called you at 1 a.m. your time, your time, what would you assume was going on? Um, you're either very, ugh, okay, can I just say, either you're going through a manic episode and you need, like, you're desperate to, like, tell or talk or you need yeah, help. Like, yeah, yeah. That's what I think. Like, uh, like desperate in terms of, like, help me talk myself out of something type of situation. Perfect. You're my friend. Thank you. Now, I love you. No, but that's it. Like, I'm, and I never want to get that call, bitch, okay? What about but, me? What about me, Val? What if I call you at 1 a.m.? Um, you're either going to be in the car and you don't want to be alone and you're having a little buzz and you just want to like talk to somebody because you're feeling a little alone. And I'm, I'm going to pick up. I'm like, what's up, mama? Yep. <laughs> that's yep. it. That's yep. it. Yep. yep. All right, Jules, what if I called you at 1 a.m.? What would you think? I would probably panic the yeah, fuck dude. out because I know that you're not I never call. call. Not I never call. That's the thing. That's the thing. Is like you're not you a big don't phone call. talker. Yeah, I would panic if you called me. If Val called me, I'd be like, she must be out with a little bevy with her friends. Hey, why are we the same in that point? <laughs> yeah. Damn. What about you, Fatima? Uh, okay, so if you called me at one a.m., I would probably think like the same thing that like Val thought. Like you're either like going from, but you know what? This scenario is also stupid because we talk all day, every day. That's true, but we don't call all the time. Especially not No, but like that's what I'm saying. Like we talk until we go to bed. So like there's yeah, no way true. that you can just call me out of nowhere at 1 a.m. Like I know that you're in bed. Yeah, true. Unless yeah. unless like you're like Fatima, there's a fucking intruder by my house. Like, yep. Yep. what the fuck do I do? But like, why are you calling me, bitch? Call 911. Bro, yeah. if I call you at 1 a.m. in the morning to talk about the podcast, I'll play. <laughs> whatever like you know what i mean like we talk Just all day kidding. every day or or i call you at 1 a.m you best believe i'm gonna be saying guess where i just left from yeah, wee, wee, yeah. wee, wee, wee. <laughs> oh no yes but also like we would have known that before you went in there yeah that's a good point or, we would have known or you guys would have been like no don't do it don't do it and i'd be like i'm going i'm already there i will never okay Okay, I will never say don't do it. If no. anything, I'll be like, run faster. Run faster. Pick me up, why don't you, in your fucking wheel wheel car. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, <laughs> I love that man so fucking much. Yeah, you do. I love, hey, you love you guys. Um, Fatima, Jules, please. I mean, Fatima, if you end up going. Um, I know, we'll see, bitch. Please, before you, first bevy that you guys crack, I'm picking up that FaceTime. We're going to cheers okay. and we're going to okay. record it. You record it and we're going to post it on the IG. Okay, let's do it. All right. Um, I love you guys. Uh, safe travels, Fatima. Tap in the text a little bit. And um, we love you, the listeners. Thank you for being patient and tuning in. I know it's bi-weekly, but we are so excited to bring you the best content ever. We hope yep. you have a safe and warm weekend and much love. Bye, guys. Love you guys. Bye. Fatima, why are you so quiet over there? <laughs> oh, she's gone, bitch. She said, bye. Yo, she's not going. She's not going. She's not coming. This is all. <laughs> this is all for the yo, plot. Yo, you want to come? You want to come to Boston? Yeah, I'm using this thing right now. Okay, bye. I'm getting off. <laughs> bye.